Blog Talk Radio. If it's smooth jazz, then the Jazz Queen is talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. Your place for all things smooth. Artist Nicholas Cole. Vincent Ingala. Jonathan Fritzen. And news with the smoothest show on the internet radio, your host, the Jazz Queen. Hey, Mike Reynolds. Mike, how are you? Doing okay, Terry. Doing okay. Looking forward to tonight's interview with uh, one of our favorite artists, Philip Denny. Yes, yeah, he's on the line. Say hello. Hey, hey, what's going on, Mike? What's going on, Phil? Nothing much, man. I'm surprised you you're you're talking to us tonight, especially with uh, the Michigan State uh, Kentucky game war. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All, all my friends are out and about, you know, cheering on uh, the Spartans, and I'm just doing the green and white thing from the house. So. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I always seem to schedule a show around a game for some. You know, I guess if I <laughs> if I follow. If I followed sports more closely, then I wouldn't have this problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Phil, 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 well, everybody knows Phil's a big Michigan State fan, so you know, so tonight's a big game for them for the uh, start of the uh, basketball, the college basketball season. Oh yeah, got it. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. Well, let me welcome everyone to the show. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Please join us in the chat room by going to TalkingSmoothJazz.com and clicking on the Messenger um, CD cover that will bring you into the chat room. The phone number is 646-716-5485, 646-716-5485. Tonight, Mike and I welcome back Phil Denny. He has a brand-new CD, his first holiday CD called The Messenger, and I think you guys are really going to like this CD. A lot of uh, surprises and twists in a couple of songs. Phil, welcome back. Thanks for having me. I should say welcome back to the extremely handsome Phil Denny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I saw what picture you selected. I was like, oh, man, here we go. <laughs> oh, my God. I tell you, I, I finally got a chance to see Phil at Spagatini's. And at the end of his first set, he came over to the table. Uh, Tamara and I were sitting at a table. And I said to Phil, I said, you know, Phil, you are an extremely handsome man. And he just laughed. I said, but you really are. <laughs> you really are. Um, but that was a great show. I'm so happy I had the opportunity to come and see you and perform. Yeah. And I really enjoyed well, thanks that. For, thanks for making the drive. Well, yeah, not a problem. And it, was, cer- problem. it was certainly great to connect with you. Yeah. All right. So Phil has, as I said, Phil has a new holiday CD called The Messenger, and um, I was posting on Phil's uh, Facebook page last night about a couple of songs: "The Little Drummer Boy," um, "Milk and Honey," and "Rest E." Uh, God rest E. Gent, Mary Gentleman, because the well, especially "Milk and Honey" and "The Little Drummer Boy," there are some twists or little surprises on in these songs. And um, so I was posting on Phil's Facebook page about those. So let's talk yeah. about the CD Phil, The Messenger, and working with Nate Harrison. Sure, yeah. I, I just want to make one quick correction on the on the, the uh, track, Milk and Cookies. <laughs> what did so, I say? Uh, milk and Honey. Oh, okay. That's, that's, your hand soap. that's your hand soap, right? Milk and Honey hand soap. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you know, um the the whole concept sort of started after the uh, the success of my inaugural Phil Denny and Friends Christmas Collective last year here in Lansing. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm I was just coming off of recording crossover in um and releasing that in two thousand and twelve. And you know, I wanted to I wanted to record a holiday album. I I honestly didn't expect it to come this quickly, but um you know, I sat down with Nate, and we kind of talked about the project and what my goals were and, um, you know, solidified him once again as a producer, and um, we, we had a great time. We started in January, 
And um, all summer long, you know, we, we recorded and we conceptualized, you know, the, uh, the music. And, you know, at times it was like, should we put a Christmas tree in the room? Should we, like, close the blinds and hang some Christmas lights? Or, you know, what do we got to do to kind of set the tone? Because, you know, it, it really was um, a year-long project. And, um, you know, we took our time with it. And we certainly had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Now, 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 so now how hard was it or, or easy was it for you guys to come up with uh, new arrangements on, you know, regular standard Christmas songs and everything? Yeah, you know, that that's the challenge. Um, but, you know, being being artists, that's that's what we want to do. We want to make a song that's not ours, our own, but still keep the, um, you know, the integrity of the original music. So really we, we, we kind of started by talking about what, what type of um, feel, what type of um, emotion do we want to really put into this project. And, you know, I, I wanted certainly a CD that could be played um, at, at your family event, at a retail store, um, in your car while you're driving, at work, um, you know, to, to put and include music that would, um, you know, ha- have that feel. And we we really tried to make it as diverse as possible. And, and I go back to, again, just starting with with the basic groove. And each song, we, we started that way. And, and then, then the whole track is just birthed from that point. And really, with three of the songs um, on this CD, um, you could those songs really could be played throughout the year, um, you know, because they don't have that, um, you know, the jingle bell uh, effect to them, the Christmas sound right. to them. But they could really be played throughout the year, and that I liked that that also about this CD as well, um, that I can take three of these songs and add them to my playlist and play them throughout the year, even though it is. Even the title, The Messenger, doesn't have, like, a Christmas title to it. So, you know, yeah. that's the deal. And, and that, was, that was something that um, we had talked about. You know, there are three original um, tracks on, on The Messenger CD, and, and we were very careful about the programming and the, and the sounds that we used because that, that was a goal. We wanted to be able to not only have the music be played year-round, but have a, have a certain uh, marketability to them as well. In fact, you know, when I mm-hmm. shared the project with my radio promoter, Dave Cooner, he said, Phil, Radio Flyer is a song that, you know, we may want to consider for, for uh, a radio single. And he's like, are you sure you want to put this on the project? And I said, yeah, man, you know, and there's a story behind that as well. But, um, you know, that, that was the goal. So when he said that, I knew that we had done something right. And then when you say that, that, mm-hmm. that just, you know, make, makes me feel good that, that you heard that. Yes, yes. I, I agree with Radio Flyer, and I think um, Milk and Cookies and The Messenger definitely could be songs that could be played throughout the year. Um, Thank you. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Let's talk about the cover of the CD. Uh, yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I come from a marketing and business background, and, and when I started to think about all that, all that the project meant to me, I really wanted to have a, a more creative concept in terms of art and illustration than just another picture of me on the on the front of a CD cover. Um, and, and I partnered with a artist friend of mine, Brian Whitfield, uh, based out of Lansing, Michigan, who is uh, an Art Prize um, uh, participant. He has been. Art Prize is a, a very large art show, uh, weeks-long art show in Grand Rapids. And um, I, I came to him with the idea in – Ironically, the the image came to me in a dream, and we sort of modified it through the process. But uh, Brian was receptive to to working with me, and we 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 took some photos of me, and then we digitally enhanced them, and and just sort of started to play around with the colors and all that stuff. And the the idea was to have an image that would be um, representative of me. So you'll notice on the CD cover that my name does not appear. So when you see the messenger, there's an association that takes place that you identify Phil Demi with the image. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, well I, I have to say, Phil, that, you know, I, I'm a guy, but I'm going to speak for the ladies on this one. All you had to do was throw on that little Santa Claus cap. You'd be cool <laughs> with that, bro, okay? I, just, I know Terry and the rest of the ladies, they're like, look, 
we don't care all that graphic design Ooh. stuff, all that marketing stuff. Just throw your mug on that CD cover, it's going to sell, bro, okay? That's all they want to see. <laughs> I would say it's funny Mike said that because today I was thinking, um, and again we have to go back to you know how handsome you are, and I was thinking if no, if you've never seen Phil, (laughs) I was just saying if you've never seen Phil um, Benny in concert, it's for no other reason don't just look at him, you know just just go to look at him. That was Terry. I mean, that's like you know, well, 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 you know, can the guy play? Well, it doesn't matter. He looks good. You know, what kind of promotion? Same thing. You'll never live that one down, Phil. You'll never live it down. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to hang up and call my mom when we're done. Say, mom, thank you. Yeah. For oh, sure. Man, For sure. Oh, let me welcome Lori and a guest in the chat room. Welcome to the show, Lori's Like, are you trying to downplay your looks? <laughs> okay. Um, I want to get into some music, and I'm gonna play Milk and Cookie. But Phil, I do not want. Don't tell us about the end because I want you to talk about that after I play the okay. song, so that that would okay. be like a little surprise. But just kind of give me a brief history on Milk and Cookies. Cool. Yeah, we recorded Milk and Cookies about midway through the project this summer, and you know it's just one of those feelings that we were sort of missing from the album. I wanted something upbeat that had a bounce to it, and really that reminded me and reminds. Uh, you know, kids or um, adults of, of the time that went, when they would go and, and set out milk and cookies for Santa Claus, when they had that belief and, you know, what, what type of feeling did that evoke, you know, and the song is sort of geared towards that emotion, um, you know, and um, yeah, it's just, it's a fun track and it, it didn't start off as milk and cookies. Um, it just kind of hit me and, okay. you know, tie, t- tying, that name, you know, sort of into the holiday theme. You're right. You can play it year-round, and that was the goal. But, you know, when you see it on the Messenger album or you play it around the holidays, it has it. So yes, and the ending is just too cute. We're talking to saxophonist Phil Denny. He has a brand-new holiday CD called The Messenger. If you'd like to call in and speak with Phil, the number is 646-716-5485. This is Milk and Cookies.
fucking chicken. Alvin! <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell us about that part and why you added that is. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got to let you know that that's on the album version only, so... Um, you know, um, growing up as a kid and, you know, a lot of times when I write music, I, I kind of have like a, a vivid imagination of what it would look like, you know, if you were to be watching it on a TV screen or something, for example. So a lot of my creative thoughts sort of come to me that way. But growing up as a kid, we always listened to the Chipmunks Christmas on 8-track. And that was one of my favorite mm-hmm. albums as a kid. And, um, you know, Nate and I just have a tendency to be a little bit fun and crazy at times so I said hey what if we just did like some type of a little skit at the end and that's what we came up with so I actually recorded the vocals and then we doctored them up a little bit with the technology that was available to us and then um, you know we we did a couple takes and he said okay now try and yell it yell at the microphone like you're yelling at your kids so that was the best one that came out and then we decided to keep it and so yeah it's on the album version only we took it off the single download but uh, just just an added little extra, I guess. Oh, it was so cute. It was really cute and a, a really nice surprise when I heard that last night. I like that. Um, and welcome to the cool. chat room. Bonnie saying, Carol. Hello, Carol. Welcome. Excuse me. So, okay, um, you have uh, Nate Harrison producing um, with you on there. Uh-huh. Uh, who, who are the other artists working with you on here? Yeah, well, starting with Milk and Cookies, we had uh, Matt Godina on guitar. And uh, Matt and I just played uh, together in Spagatini, and just prior to that, we were in mm-hmm. Nairobi, Kenya together. And of course, he's all over the uh, crossover projects, so it was just um, it was nice to have him back and, and record that tune with us. He added a nice vibe to it. Um, let's see, uh, we have Lamar uh, Jones on bass, who I met while playing with Peter White in Chicago, and he performed and, and recorded with a lot of artists. Um, Terrence yeah. Palmer comes back on bass. Um, we have uh, Sir Lacey O'Quinlan that comes in, a friend of Matt's that I met socially online that comes in on Rhodes and Piano. Uh, Lynn Roundtree is back on uh, trumpet, and uh, actually he's recording with me for the first time, I should say. We had Cindy Bradley on crossover. Um, and let's see, who else do we have? We have Darnell Kendricks on vocals, a good buddy of mine from the Detroit area as well as a, uh, a young vocalist by the name of Jalen Seawright, who comes in on a, uh, a very different version of White Christmas. And who's doing Little Drummer Boy? Um, in terms of the actual snare drum? Well, I don't want to – well, no, <laughs> the vocals. I don't want to give it away, but the vocals. Okay. Yeah, um, so the vocals on Little Drummer Boy, I actually sing some vocals, as well as Darnell Kendrick's. And okay. just if we if we don't happen to get to the track, I do want to give a shout out to my youngest son, my 11 year old little drummer boy, Braden Denny, who came into the studio and recorded on his snare drum. So that was a real treat to have him there Aww. to take part in the project. Yeah. Oh no, I'm definitely going to play that. I'm definitely going to play that. Um, <laughs> cool. I want to read a review first by CriticalJazz.com. Um, they okay. say on the smoother side of the contemporary instrumental jazz street. You can find releases that either lean too far to the neo-soul side or are simply starter kits for that eventual move to the easy listening section that we all must face. The messenger finds that musical sweet spot right in the middle, and Phil Denny is perhaps the fastest-rising contemporary instrumental star since Boney James. Hmm. That's a good review. Wow. wow. That's a yeah, good review I... right there. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I just went and saw Bonnie in concert uh, in Kalamazoo last weekend. and Just uh, a great performance. Had a chance to chat with him behind the scenes, and we're chatting a little bit. And he said, what was your name again? I said, Phil Denny. He said, I have, I have heard of you. And I said, man, for, you know, take it for what it's worth, but you are, like, perhaps one of the biggest influences of more modern day in, in terms of saxophone. And he was, he was very um, kind and accepting of, of, of that. And uh, it was just cool to hang out with him. But for for Brent Black to say that, that's like a oh wow. <laughs> mhm. So. Mhm. All right. So next, I'm going to play Little Drummer Boy. Phil has taken okay. a classic Christmas song and added a twist to it. 
up the cadence and drop the paradiddle Keeping time while I rhyme and recite this heartfelt riddle As we march to the beat of a different drum I want you to know that I'm proud of your son Continue to strive, be live Look people in the eye, be individual, not invisible Take the road less traveled and chill a bit Give back, in fact, be generous and kind Make good choices and keep a sharp mind Remember, practice makes permanent and the results will bring you joy But no matter your shoe size, you'll always be my little drummer boy That was Little Drummer Boy. And Bill uh, Diddy on the rap, okay. Yeah, I'll get my Will Smith on. Uh, I was I like, that. yo, is that Phil? Yeah, I'm like, yo, Phil rapping? That was that. I like that. I like that. I like, I like the added twist of that and everything. Yeah. You know, like the Christmas music, you know, everybody does, uh, you know, the, the regular uh, renditions of the old classics and things like that. But like I said, to see something like this and you kind of rearranging stuff and making it to your own and, and, and just come out with something new, that's, I mean, I, I, I like that. I mean, it's, 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 it gives it a fresh take on it, you know. Cool. Definitely. Yeah, you know, that that was definitely something that Nate and I discussed. He's like, sure you want to do this, you know, because we recognize, you know, there's a certain level of risk when you do that. But, you know, that, that track obviously is meant for the album. It's not re- it's not meant for radio play. And, you know, I, I, I wrote in the chat that I, I wrote that rap to to my sons and um you know basically i just wanted to have something inspirational in that song being that my son Braden played the uh, snare drum he's the one playing the cadence through through the bridge of that tune and i thought while he's playing that let me let me speak to him and that's something that he can you know not only listen to now but he can listen to years from now and 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 it's a message that is timeless and that's why i said and in the chat i told um lori that He's 11 years old and he wears a size 11 shoe. And I finished the wow. message to him by saying, no matter your shoe size, you'll always be my little drummer boy because he's always going to be my boy, you know. And uh, yeah. it, it was just something that I wanted to, you know, leave within that project as sort of like a piece of me that will be recorded and documented and it will always be there. And you said that this song is not meant for ready to play, but I would play that song in a minute. I would well, maybe, maybe, yeah. Yeah, thank you. I, I think, like, in terms of like your terrestrial radio format or something like that, oh, you know, yeah. it might, it, it might not lend the ear, to, you know, towards radio for that for that purpose. But you know, at the end of the day, not not every song is going to make it to terrestrial or satellite radio, you know. But that 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 particular song was just more of like, well, we're going to do what I want to do no matter what, <laughs> you know. Right. Right, and that's and it's too bad too that you say that because, like Mike said, you've taken you know a, a classic Christmas song and added your own twist to it, and we need you know need to hear that because um, every yeah. every season we hear the same version of the same standard classic Christmas song, and it's nice right. to hear something different with a new twist, um, a different arrangement um, on those yeah. songs. So yeah, cool. that would be yeah, not- that would not be good. You know, and we may be, Boy, you know, I may be, yeah, I may be proven wrong. Maybe somebody would decide to like to play it, and that would be great, you know, so. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so another song I posted on Phil's page about last night was God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen. I love the arrangement on this song. Tell me oh, about cool. that. Oh, um, cool. Again, another track that, you know, Nate and I spent a lot of time on thinking about, you know, what, what is the um, what is the feel? What is the emotion on this song? You know, we we've, we've heard it funky, we've heard it, you know, real kind of drawn out and a little more spiritual. And we wanted to find something a little bit 
more in between, you know, and, and a lot of those songs, honestly, I just wanted to sort of uh, translate in a way that feels natural to me. And, you know, when I picked up the horn and started playing God Rest Your Merry Gentlemen, that's sort of the way it just came out, you know, and then we just, uh, then we just went with it. All right. This is God Rest Your Merry Gentlemen. Gentlemen, from Phil Denny's new holiday CD, The Messenger, and I like the arrangement on that song. Cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I put in the chat room. We, we put a put a lot of little nuances, holiday nuances in the um, in the production of that. You can hear a lot of the the bell arrangements and some of the um, mm-hmm. some of the strings that are are doing different staccato and um, you know just just different orchestral type instrumentation and then also in there we wanted to put a hint of a, a rendition of carol of the bells so going into and out of the verses you can kind of hear that different arrangement of what would typically be heard as carol of the bells um and and those those are all songs that uh you know that i, that I like and favor but we didn't necessarily want to cover so we thought let's just infuse little pieces of of some of the other holiday classics that we like 
into the music, and, and this was one of the tracks that we did that on. Mm, very nice, very nice. And you also posted in the chat room, you thought it was a, bit, a little uh, bit on the sexy side for a spiritual song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I was told. You know, it's obviously got its groove, but the way I play it is a little bit more sultry, and you typically don't hear this track played that way. Okay, okay. So. All right, so um, I'm going to get into a couple of the original tracks, uh, Radio Flyer, um, we did Milk and Cookies, and then The Messenger is another song um, that I really like, the title track, so I'm going to get into that. But I want to talk about your upcoming Great. events. Um, can sure. you start first with the second annual Field Bidding and Friends Christmas Collective? Tell us about that. Yes, um, this is our second year, as you mentioned, the second annual Phil Denny and Friends Christmas Collective um, in Lansing, Michigan. And um, artists to note that are coming to Lansing to perform are um, Lynn Rountree from Detroit, Rob Tardick from Canada, uh, Canadian smooth jazz guitarist, uh, Nathan Mitchell, who um, I, I met at Spagatini, actually, and um, have since formed a group with Lynn Rountree called Soul Jazz Gentlemen, along with uh, Max Valdeneau. Um, Demetrius Neighbors, um, a music director of mine, uh, coming from Detroit to play piano. Uh, we have vocalist Darnell Kendricks. We've got the Soul Deacon. We've got Zania uh, from Detroit as well. Brandon Williams on drums. And then we're doing a youth artist feature this year, which we, we sort of started last year with just one artist um, that performed off stage um, and then sat in on the finale song. But this year we're actually inviting four youth artists from around the state of Michigan to participate in the program on stage. Um, Aja Montalvo, Jalen Seawright, Ashley Holland, and a great bassist by the name of Brandon Rose out of Detroit. So we're excited about it, and um, it's been very well received. It's a big production. I start on it, um, you know, in like August, September. Uh, last year we entertained just under 500 guests, and uh, as of right now we're mm. sitting at about 350 confirmed ticket sales. And, you know, we estimate that we may be entertaining six to 700 people this year. So, Wow. Yeah. That is great. That's great. Now, now you mentioned the kids and the, the four kids that you chose. Now, how was that process of, of picking the uh, kids in the area that uh, you guys wanted to uh, play? How was that selection process, uh, you know? Sure. A lot, yeah, a lot mm-hmm. of it just starts, you know, either based on a relationship that I have with, you know, either the artist, their parent, their brother, sister, or I've, or I've heard the artist, or in some cases, maybe I heard them on YouTube, and that's the case with Aja Montavo. I happened to be a friend of her father's, but I heard her on YouTube before reaching out to him to make that connection. I just thought, you know, for a 13-year-old young lady, she's really got uh, a positive future ahead. She's a great student. She's really dedicated to her craft. Uh, same thing with Ashley Holland. Her mother helps me with some of my production, and she just blew me away when she sang for me, you know, just this this quiet personality. And then you put her in front of a microphone around stage and she just, she just lights up. Um, Brandon Rose out of Detroit. I've, I've seen videos on Facebook and YouTube. I've watched him perform with Marcus Miller at the jazz cafe in Detroit. And then Jalen um, is uh, another that, that I just met through personal connections. And then he actually had the invitation to sing white Christmas on the messenger project. So, um, you know, it just depends. There's really no recipe for it, just kind of, you know, based on either what I see or who I meet along the way. You know, right. Phil, I've, I've um, looked at your posts and seen your posts throughout the year of events that you have put together, um, either mm-hmm. for yourself or um, other artists, and you're sort of kind of becoming a promoter there in Michigan, Um you know, by doing these things, it's like you're not, you know, sitting around and waiting for someone to call you and, and book you for a gig. You're kind of like putting together your own shows from there. And this yeah, second you know, annual event is pretty cool. Yes, thank you. You know, I, I posted Jeanette Harris here. Um, we had the social yeah. gentleman with, with Lynn. And, um, you know, the, the idea is, um, you know, I, I was playing around Lansing quite a bit with my band and then I started doing a lot of track performances and then you know crossover came out and I just thought I really can't continue to play around town the way I do uh, you know you risk losing your allure you risk um, yeah. you know being being able to sell yourself as a regional or national act so I realized that very early on and and the the way to counter that was to start you know producing concerts to still pull within 
the support system here in the community, and that has just that's worked out great. So now, as opposed to playing 100% of the time, I bring in new talent that the the uh, the area residents would not otherwise experience, and then I just infuse myself into the show, and that just makes for a great um, program. And and I have a monthly jazz series that I do that I've hosted Alexander Zondrick, Ron Otis, um, Max, Demetrius, Lynn Roundtree. You know, so it, it's it's just been a lot of fun, and, and honestly, it gives me an opportunity as a musician to play with people that I may not otherwise be able to play with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and then, you know, on on the other side, I'm I'm continuing to be a musician in my own right and a recording artist, but I'm focusing on more regional appearances and more national and international appearances. So, I like that. I like that. Yeah, that's that's cool. All right, and you know, and with the talent that you guys have in Detroit, uh, you know, you you don't really have a shortage of uh, options to pick from because there's a lot of talent in Detroit. Definitely, definitely. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, now we're pulling from Chicago and Canada because the support system is here. So, you know, next year we've already committed to the Gallery Suite Jazz Series and Marty looking at um, artists not only within Michigan but from the, from some of the bordering states in Canada as well. And you're building up a great um, fan base there, too, with these events that you're putting on. I mean, you, I think last year's, what, your, your first annual uh, field in, didn't that sell out last year? Yes, it did, and that's why yeah, this year we've yeah. chosen a larger venue. So, um, you know, we're anticipating growth, and we certainly hope that more people can come out to experience the production. Mm, that's cool. That's cool. Good for you. All right, I'm going to get into the messenger, the title track. Tell me about this. Yes, um, one of one of my favorite tracks. I mean, they're all good tracks, but this one, you know, I spent some time with, and I recently read a review on. Um, the music of Rob Tardick, and, and one of the points that he made in the review was, you know, in in some music, you sort of lose the sense of melody, and that's really what I wanted to accomplish uh, on The Messenger. I wanted to create a song that had a timeless uh, feel that you could play around the holidays, that, you know, you could, you could play at a wedding, you could play at a time of um, loss, a time of... Uh, you know, excitement, whatever the case may be. I just wanted a song that could really take you to some place. And, you know, when you think about the the meaning of um, a messenger, um, you know, that this type of song really conveys that. You know, a messenger is someone who carries out um, a messenger, is employed to carry out a message. And for me, it's my music. And I thought that this production really embodied all that we were trying to accomplish and the messenger. So a very orchestral uh, song, one that sort of uh, takes you places and really just gives you a, a kind of a chance to think about things while you listen to the music. All right. This is The Messenger.
I love that part. That was the title track from <laughs> Phil Denny's new CD, The Messenger. I love I like that, that song. Really nice. Yeah. yeah. Thank nice. you. It really was. It really was. I like that. Thank about, you. I think I had to upgrade your CD, uh, your Christmas CD to number two now, Phil. I have <laughs> Temptation. Nobody's going to beat Temptations out. But, yeah, this is a very nice Christmas CD. So Thank I'll you. Be adding, I'll be adding you in right after you know, holy night, so definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we spent a lot of time on that. I, I wrote in the chat that, you know, the, the bridge to that part um, was the last to be recorded, and uh, we laid down the saxophone part before the piano months ago, and, um, you know, we, we wanted just a little bit more of the piano to be featured because uh, we didn't have a lot of that. Uh, throughout mm-hmm. the 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 project that was really kind of at the forefront. And then being that it's track number 10 on the album, we wanted to leave the messenger with just that, that sense of emotion and feel and that last mm-hmm. note just kind of sits there and waits and then bam, you know. So Nate did a great job with the feel on the last part there. and It's just an exciting track to actually record. And I actually wrote in the chat that, Someday it's my goal to be able to perform that in front of an audience with a live orchestra. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be so nice. That is going to be so nice. Um, I have a phone call, area code 601. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz with Phil Denny. Thank you. Hello, Hi. Phil. Hey, how are you? Uh, I just wanted to say uh, how much I enjoy crossover, and I now have my CD for the holidays. <laughs> good, good. What's your Who, name, who's sir? Call, who's calling in? Uh, my name is Ollie Jones. Oh, hi, Ollie. Cool. Hey. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate you giving us a call. Thank you. Yeah, I really like like Phil's music. Phil, uh, yeah. When you write, you write your music. Do you after you written the music and you get ready to go in the studio? Do you have any preconceived idea of what music you want to use or? After you've written it? Um, sometimes. Um, you know, mo- most most of the recording that, that we do um, typically goes off at a later point to a session musician. So, you know, unless it has a feature or we know that we want to, uh, you know, include a certain instrument, um, we, we don't have a reservation. Um, you know, for example, with uh, This Christmas, uh, the the Donny Hathaway uh, yeah. classic that we cover on the album. I knew that I wanted to have a Detroit Motown sound, so I pulled in Lynn Roundtree uh, to play trumpet, and we pulled mm-hmm. in Darnell Kendricks uh, specifically to sing that song. So in a track or a situation like that, we do. But on crossover, for example, I, w- I would say no, um, that we we didn't have any particular reservation unless you know. Um, Someone was brought in to co-write, or or they're going to have a, an actual feature. Okay. Love your music, man. Keep it up. Hey, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Ali. Yes. Appreciate the call. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. So, Bye-bye. Phil, you have a CD release party coming up? Yeah, I have a couple. Um, you know, the the second annual Field Any Friends Christmas Collective will also double as a CD release for uh, for Lansing, Michigan. And then um, after that, I'll head to uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan, for a full CD release concert for The Messenger. And then the weekend after that, I head to Detroit to play the legendary Baker's Keyboard Lounge for a CD release. Um, I'm doing a, a mall appearance in Monroe. And then I'm partnering with Darnell Kendricks to do a listening party and uh, kind of just like an artist emporium on a Sunday night at Maccabees Midtown in Detroit. And then later in December, I'm heading down to Florida with my buddy Nathan Mitchell, and that concert's to be announced, but it's got a great lineup. And if you're around the Tampa area on the 21st, there'll be um, kind of a collective um, concert happening down at the Straz Theater. So. Okay. Yeah, and um, I totally forgot that we were giving away a CD. Um, That just totally slipped my mind. So I am going to take the first caller at six four six seven one six five four eight five for Phil Denny's new holiday CD. The physical CD is scheduled for release on the twenty ninth. Is that still the the date, Phil? Actually, we're going to push that up to the twenty fifth because I just got uh, some information today that looks like 
the messenger will arrive a little early. Oh, cool, cool. So then you will receive it um, uh, after that. The digital download, though, is available now on CD Baby. You can go there and download the digital um, song. But if you would like a copy of Phil's new CD, we have six minutes left. You want to give me a call now at 646-716-5485. I'm going to close the show with a radio flyer. Um, tell me about this one, Phil. Cool. Yeah, Radio Flyer didn't have a name until about a month ago, and it was actually the last song that we recorded on a project. And this track was originally slated to be on my follow-up project, Crossover, um, that is scheduled to come out in like the fall of 2014. Um, we had another cover song, another Christmas time, you know, classic that we were working on, and we just really didn't feel it. It didn't seem to fit, and we looked back at the catalog of music that Nate and I had been working on. And this was one of those songs that had a partial uh, chorus written, and then I just spent some time writing the verses to to make it complete for the holiday project. And I thought it was a great way to start the CD because of the programming. It really does kind of set the tone for the ride that we feel that the messenger offers. And um, Mm -hmm. I just thought, again, going back to, you know, just being a kid and the things that we remember around Christmas, I didn't want to call it, uh, you know, like a, uh, a Red Rider, you know, nothing like that from the, the Christmas classic, you know, the story. But Radio Flyer is just what hit me. It's uh, It's got an up-tempo beat to it, and it just kind of soars and takes you to another place. All right. Congratulations to Boney Fan Carol. You are the winner of the CD, The Messenger. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Carol. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. I'm happy. Thanks, Phil. Uh, congratulations. Yeah, see a page to be in the chat room. <laughs> That's right. It's my lucky day. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Thanks so much. <laughs> Thank you. So I will get your information to Phil Carroll, and um, he'll put the CD out to you once he gets it. Oh, I lost her. So, Carol, um, as I was saying, she's in the chat room, but I lost her. But we'll get that information to Phil and get that CD out to you. Congratulations, and thanks for calling in. All right, Mike, do you have any more questions? Uh, no more questions. Like I say, you know, good CD. Um, you know, like I said, Phil did the cover of uh, Donny Hathaway's Classic, which is one of my favorite Christmas songs, so I had to definitely check that one out. But, uh, cool. you know, it, it, it's just a good um, feeling to have, like I said, somebody like you that's on the come up, you know, to do these different things like the the promotion with the concerts, the new Christmas CD. You're really bringing a whole new flavor to the game, and, uh, I'm really, I'm really big in the vibe. So I think next year is going to be a big year for Phil Denny, definitely. Oh, thank you, man. Appreciate that. Thanks, man. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Oh. All right. Um, we have one more call. Let me take this call right quick. Area code 601. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz with Phil Denny. Hello. I think that was the same gentleman. He's just probably holding on. That's yeah. Very cool, right? Okay. Yeah, I was. Okay. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Holly. Well, we're getting ready to hey, end thanks. the show. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and close the show with Radio Flyer. Phil, thank you again for giving us an opportunity to speak with you. Thanks so much for having me. And, and um, you know, those that are interested, if you want a personalized copies of the Messenger, I'm doing direct orders at phildenny.com. And the music digitally is currently available, and the physical copy should be out uh, by the 25th of November. Okay, and you can follow Phil on Instagram at Phil on Sack, for sure. All right, yeah. thank you to Boney Fan Care. Congratulations on winning the CD. Lori and Rozzy for hanging out with us. Thank you for listening um, to the show. You've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with your host, the Jazz Queen. And Mike Reynolds. And we look forward to Talking Smooth Jazz with you again next time. From The Messenger, this is Radio Flyer. Thanks again, Phil. Thank you very much.
Thank you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Please visit our websites, TalkingSmoothJazz.com and Mastermind-Entertainment.com. Join our Facebook fan and group pages and follow us on Twitter at Jazz underscore Queen and The Daily Grind. That's T-H-A Daily Grind.